You wanna know one of the best time management hacks I teach all of my life coaching clients? It's meal planning and prep. This practice has saved me tons of hours and stress. Each week, I spend about 30 to 45 minutes planning out our meals for the entire week, then shop for them all online. One of the best services I use is Instacart to help save me time. You can shop all your favorite grocery stores, your local dollar store, convenience store, and so many more. You get paired with the shopper who will hand select items based on your preference and get delivery to your door in as fast as one hour. This has been one of my secret life hacks I share with everyone because it saves you time, stress, and money. So start getting your time back and use Instacart for your next grocery run. Head to the show notes and click the link with a special code from me to get yourself free delivery on your first order. I'm Leslie Martinez, and you're listening to your Joyful Order podcast. Each week, I will bring you joyful stories that will motivate and inspire you, and at the same time, bring order to your everyday life. Let's just say the show will be a mixture of preaching and teaching with a kick of motivation from your girl here. Welcome to your Joyful Order podcast. Today's episode is a little kind of unscripted and just real life. Let's consider this a coaching session with your favorite life coach. (laughs) So I've been in a funk lately and struggling with things. And when I feel like this, I always need some insight and motivation. And I tend to read and maybe do some research on a topic. And then I like to just talk it out. So what better way to do that than to talk it out with some of my gal pals here on the podcast? Here's a little kick in the butt motivation from me to you. I really wanted this to be a super quick like episode. I just jotted a few notes down and it kind of went unscripted, right? Lesson learned. Don't, don't do that because you know what happened? I went and what I thought I was recording or when I thought I was recording this, when I went to hit stop, Um, it actually was never recording me. So I went unscripted and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to share my thoughts. Yeah, it wasn't recording. So I did have the whole mindset of screw this. I'm not going to do it. It was just a idea I had. And I was just sharing off the top of my head. I don't even remember some of the things I said. I'm not going to re-record it because it's going to be a waste of time. Yeah, that, that, those were my thoughts right now. And ironically, this episode is all about why did you give up so easily? So then I had to tell myself, well, why was I giving up so easily? Again, I had to process that, reevaluate and say, okay, maybe I'm just going to redo this. So this is actually a take two. And I wanted to share that because this episode is all about not giving up. So I didn't give up even when it didn't record. I'm like, okay, well now I'm going to have to take a little bit of extra time to re-record this and get it done right. So I'm leaving that, I'm leaving all that in here because like I said, this is just a kind of real unscripted episode here, but because I learned my lesson, I did go back and I, I wrote a little further more thoughts. So maybe it's better that I did this because now I have some further insight to share with y'all. Okay. So let's get started. As I have been coaching, one of the challenges that I have seen 
coming up more and more with my clients. And this is kind of arising more that I'm working one-on-one -on -one with clients now, and they're being a little more transparent in some of the challenges and fears that they're facing. But the common challenge that I see amongst my coaching clients is the fear of failure and how easy they have quit. So they have given up on goals because it got too hard for them. They either didn't see immediate results, they have failed, or they fear failure. I've been there. I know those feelings all too well. I still wrestle with those challenges. I, I was wrestling with those challenges the other day. That's why I'm recording this podcast, because I needed motivation. I needed to get back to some of the things that I know motivate me and look at the bigger picture. So I come back to those tools that I teach you guys, you know, and my coaching clients, and I, I share openly on my social media through these podcasts, I share some of these tools and I put them in place and I just keep going. I keep moving forward and I keep growing through all of the challenges. I've been pretty transparent on this podcast and you all already know that I've shared in one of my earlier episodes about how I was even questioning God's calling on my life. I wanted to quit. I feared failure. I, I didn't even want to launch this podcast. I hate to tell you this, but those feelings just don't go away. So you are listening to this podcast because I chose not to quit. Not because those fears went away. I have those same thoughts every day, but I force myself to keep going even when I don't want to. Whatever progress that I have made this far it does not make what I have done a complete failure. So it just means that maybe I need to change direction, readjust my plan, or maybe even find a new plan. So oftentimes we go and we chase after a goal and, you know, we put all this work in and then we're just like, oh, nope, I just quit completely. No, don't quit the progress of what you've had. You need to just, again, reevaluate. So I have to know that I oftentimes when I, I start having those doubts and anxieties and fears come in me, I have to get back to what sustains me and what keeps my perspective on the bigger picture. I regroup, I pray, I revisit my goals and my intentions, I pray again, I listen to podcasts or maybe do like online church, I pray some more, and I just sit with my thoughts and I journal them out. This is how I get back on track to keep going. And you know what? <laughs> I, I probably have done this more like since the start of the year than I ever have before. Because those thoughts, like I said, have come into my head literally every week. Oftentimes, like we just think that we, you know, we see people and because we think that, oh, you, it looks like you're doing fine. You're not struggling. No, they are struggling. They're struggling just as much as us everyday people. But the only difference is, is that they just keep showing up and they don't give up. So I'm here showing up, not giving up. I easily could have just said, I'm not going to re-record this when I realized that I went through the efforts of recording it the first time and it wasn't actually recording. I really could have just gave up and said, forget it. I'm not going to do it. But no, I decided I need to show up. I need to just keep doing it. I need to learn a lesson. I need to persevere and I need to maybe struggle sometimes because that's the only way that we're going to get better. Reaching your goals and chasing your dreams, it requires grit. 
It requires tenacity and perseverance. And it also requires tough skin with a soft heart. If you don't have these qualities, now it, it doesn't put you out of the race. Let me just say that. It just means that you have to work that much harder to run the race. Oftentimes our preconceived views on things manipulate our thought process and gives us a narrow view of things. So you have to look at the big picture. Many people give up because they don't see immediate results and they're not committed to the big picture. You have to ask yourself, am I committed to the big picture? Am I willing to go and grow through the challenges it takes to reach my goals? If your answer is no, to, you know, you're not committed and you're just like, nah, I, I'm not ready to go through that, then you need to reevaluate yourself and you need to reevaluate your intentions. I will tell you one thing is for sure. Those times when you feel most like quitting are probably the times when you are lacking confidence. So maybe all you need is a little confidence boost. Maybe someone or something happened that just stripped you of confidence that day. I, I know that that's happened to me a lot. Someone might say a comment or even question your integrity and then suddenly you feel like a failure and you're like, oh, that's it, I just wanna quit. We must remember that our confidence should only come from one person, one source, and it's God. He is the only one that matters. When we have great confidence in God, we can and we will endure any challenge. Our faith must endure and have enough confidence that even when we don't know where we are going, we trust that God does know. And you know what? He does. He's making the plans for us. We must have the faith that does not quit, which means we have to keep taking action and moving forward. It's the determination we need to take action on what needs to happen rather than dwelling on like how something didn't happen. Oftentimes we just get caught up on like, well, I don't know why it didn't happen. I don't know how, I don't know why. You know what? Just show up and just keep going. One of the biggest challenges that we face is that fear distorts our perception of reality. Fear convinces us to give up before we even try. We tell ourselves, oh, I don't know that I want to do this. Like, I don't even know where to start. Oh, it's just going to take a lot of time. I don't have that. I, I just don't know how to do it. How am I going to do it? Or I don't know that I could do this well. Or, or this is probably the most common one. It's going to be hard. Or, or no, no, no. Okay, the common one is, it's gonna be hard, but, but here's my favorite excuse. Y'all listen to this one, here's my favorite excuse. Well, no one helped me. Oh, I hope you sense the sarcasm in the fact that I said my favorite excuse. Oh, I hope y'all know how that just, that excuse pays me. Well, no one helped me, I didn't chase my goals because no one did it for me. No one held my hand. No one wiped my butt while I was doing it. Yeah, I said wiped your butt. Okay. Don't play the victim. That's all I'm going to say. Stop playing the victim. Pick up your mat and walk. I have an entire podcast on that. So if you're that person that is making the excuse that no one helped you, you got the victim mindset going on, 
you need to stop right here. Literally, you need to stop because the rest of this episode is only for the doers and the go-getters and the people who want to persevere. If you're that person that is in the victim mindset mentality right now, stop right here, go to the library of the podcast and find the episode titled Pick Up Your Mat and Walk because that's the one that you need right now. Okay, let's carry on for the go-getters. So you go-getters right here, we're getting back on track here. Oftentimes, what we are challenged with is procrastination, right? We just don't even know like how to start or where to start. We're just like, I don't wanna do this and I don't wanna deal with the emotions or thoughts behind it. So when we don't give up, we must realize that there is a blessing waiting on the other side for us. So even when we procrastinate, we have to know that we're gonna have to, you know, kind of go through these emotions, but there's something behind it. Yes, it sucks to go through it. That's why we procrastinate it because we just don't want to do it. But there is a blessing waiting on the other side of that for us. So I want you to think of like those crazy marathon people, those crazy runners who purposefully sign up to run 26.2 miles. All right, y'all. Now I I laugh about that. My husband ran a full marathon. I ran a half marathon. I thought I wanted to try to be a marathon runner, but after I did 13.1 miles, I was like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> so I, I, for all you marathoners out there, kudos to you. Y'all got a different mindset that I just don't understand. You're next level cray cray that is just in, in a league of its own. But I want you to think, we're gonna think like a marathoner, okay? Those crazy peeps out there. So can you imagine how many times they wanted to give up? Do you know the months and months of training it takes to get to the point to even be able to sustain running 26.2 miles? Do you know the pain that their body is in while they're running the race? Do you know how many times, like while during the race, you know, they're like at mile 13, like, oh my gosh, I think I want to give up. I I don't want to keep going. I don't want to keep going. Do you know the pain that they go through after the race that, you know, they, they just endure like a very physical and mental draining event all to receive a metal, a piece of metal turned into a medal. Do you, do you get me? And people sign up to do this and pay money for it. Like they're next level cray cray. I know. And I know some of you marathon people are are listening right now. I love y'all. I really do. I married one. Okay. So I just, I I want you to think of a marathoner. Okay. Now I'm going to give you a different, a different scenario, which maybe more of us can relate to. Okay. So this is for the mamas out there and um, I actually, I don't even want to just say the moms that have given birth, but the mindset and whole act of giving birth, like childbirth. Okay. You know, even if you have not physically birthed a child yourself, you know what it takes to get a child into this world. So you know that it takes nine months in the womb of carrying and growing this child. It is very uncomfortable to have a human inside of your body. I'm just gonna tell you that. It is a long, painful process, all right? And then you have to give birth to the child. You have to push that baby out or have the baby literally cut out of you. But the aftermath of the pain you endured for the nine months and then the pain of actually the physical act of pushing the baby out and then having the baby in your arms. It's painful. Now, let me tell you this 
side note of it. This is something that like not a lot of people talk about. No one talks about the pain that you have after having the baby. Like the pain that you have of like something so simple as sitting on the toilet and trying to have a bowel movement. (laughs) Yes, I went there. Yes, I just went there. Your girl is about to have the poop conversation on the podcast, okay? But I I just, all jokes aside, if if you are a mother that who has actually given birth you know the pain of what it is to have to have a bowel movement after a child has come out of you okay and that's even if you had it cut out of you or you pushed it out it is the same pain that you endure because you're having to put pressure on your lower abdomen your cervix all of that and it's it's painful y'all the pain of healing after giving birth is unreal but you have this little bundle of joy in your arms that you were blessed with. And then it just makes it all worth it. You guys, the day that I came home from the hospital, I had to try to sit and have a bowel movement. I sat and cried for nearly two hours on the toilet and I'm not even lying to you. My husband had to bring my son into the bathroom as I sat on the toilet so I could nurse him because my child was a beast and still is a beast now and nursed every hour and a half on the clock. So I sat there for two hours as I tried to endure the pain of trying to have a bowel movement, okay? That was painful. But even as I was going through the pain, I sat there on the toilet nursing my son and just looked down at him with literal tears of pain coming down my face and looking and thinking to myself, look at this blessing that I just received right now. And you know, the even crazier thing is that we do it all over again. Y'all, I did that twice. Like I have two children. I think of like my grandmother who has had 11 children. She has done that 11 times. We go through it over and over again. Why? Because we know what the end result is. We will go through the nine months of carrying a child, being uncomfortable, going through the pain of childbirth. And even after the blessing is here, there is still pain to endure after that no one ever talks about because no one tells you afterwards, like it's all about the baby after. Once the blessing is here and you're holding it in your arms, it's all about the baby. And it's like, oh, forget the mom, forget that she's still going through pain. No, they think that like the pain was all done and wrapped up once you got wheeled out of the hospital. Mm, No, there's a reason we stay off for six months or six weeks, I'm sorry. So you guys, it it is just unreal what we go through. Now we have to think about our goals this way. Now. I will say this, unlike a marathoner, you kind of have the choice of giving up if you really want to, all right? However, I do not know a marathoner that has given up. (laughs) Typically, anybody who goes to run a marathon, they they do not cross the finish line because there is a, a physical reason why they couldn't. You know, they broke a leg, they broke an ankle, they fell, like whatever. But their mentality was all about crossing that finish line. So the crazy thing is there are lots of people who give up before they even get to the race. So there are people who have thought, you know, I think I'm going to try to go for a marathon. I think I'm going to try to run a marathon. And once they start, they just realize, hey, this is too hard. And they quit before they even get to the starting line. Is that you? Are you quitting before you even start? Because it's just too hard. It's too difficult. Or I don't have the time. 
Those are the people that drop out of marathons. They don't even get to the race, y'all. You have to get to the race. So that's where we got to think along, like more along the lines of the mom who's carrying a child. Now, once you have committed to growing this child inside of you, you know that the only way that child is going to come out is you're going to have to endure some pain. You're going to have to go through the process of birthing the child. And you're, you're just going to have to know that that is the mindset you're going to have to have to birth your dreams as well. You have to commit. You have to commit that there is no going back. Once you committed to carrying a child, there's no going back. The only way that baby's going to come out is, you know, one of two ways, <laughs> right? So you have to think of like, there's going to be pain for the blessing that you're going to get. But oftentimes that that's what happens with our dreams. But so many times people just drop out and say, ah, I don't even want to get to the starting line because it's too painful. We must go through pain to get there. So instead of quitting, why don't you just choose to fight? Why don't you stop running and tell yourself, maybe it's time for me to actually fight for what I want. Sometimes we want someone to feel sorry for us when what we really need is someone to challenge us. You need to find that person who challenges you and fight. You need to fight for what you deserve. You need to fight for what God is putting in your heart. You have to fight for the life that you know that you can have. You have to fight to make a difference in someone else's life. Some of you have a dream or a goal in your heart that God put there that's going to change the lives of other people, like a charity or some nonprofit or some big, big goals that is just really going to impact the lives of other people. And here you are selfishly sitting on that dream because it's going to be hard. You know damn right it's going to be hard, so you better get up and start fighting. Put those gloves on and fight for the people that will be blessed by the choice that you make. You got to grab a hold of God and refuse to let go. You cannot fight these battles alone. He is the only one that is going to give you what it is that you need for the battle ahead. You just need to commit and say, all right, I'm ready. You need to face that challenge. You need to find that person that's going to challenge you. If you need that that person, I'm here. I'm here to challenge you. As a life coach, that's one of the things I do. I challenge people. And I'm there to, on the flip side, be like, well, why didn't you follow through on that? What excuse is it that you have? I just, I kind of want to wrap up with these last words of encouragement for you today. So this came from a book that I read called Don't Give Up by Kyle Eidelman. And this is a book that I actually read um, towards the end of the last year. And when I am feeling like I want to give up, when I'm feeling like I want to quit, when I want to give in the towel, throw in the towel, I should say, I want to have words of affirmation that just motivate me. And that's what helps. So I wanted to share these words with you from the book that motivate me and Y'all, I think I have probably come back to this page. I have it bookmarked, highlighted, so it's just easy for me to get on my bookshelf. I grab it, I turn to that page right away, and these are the words that I read. In your loneliness, there is an opportunity to discover his presence. In your fear, there is an opportunity to discover his peace. In your weakness, there is an opportunity to discover his strength. In your pain, 
there is an opportunity to discover his purpose. In your shame, there is an opportunity to discover his grace. In your darkness, there is an opportunity to discover his light. Whatever it is that is causing you to give up so easily, just remember to fight and know that even on the most challenging of days, there are opportunities to seek God. Thanks for listening to this episode of your Joyful Order podcast. I hope today's episode brought some joy and order to you. I love to connect with my listeners, so make sure to go follow me on social and join our community on Facebook. Check out the links in the show notes to connect. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone you love and drop a review. Until next time, go chase joy.